Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. There is a place where time stands still. Where nature is harsh and demanding. Where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. Good morning, everybody. This is Annie for Showreel, a look at Australian film industry and the other things that go on in relation to film. And uh, today we're going to talk to Peter Taft. Peter is from Atom. That's the Australian Teachers of Media. And, of course, they're involved in a really lot of things, supporting uh, children uh, and uh, young adults to, uh, in um, the use and creation of media, uh, and uh, including film and other digital uh Outlets. So I thought we'd have a yarn with Peter to find out about all the various diverse things that they do. G'day, Peter. How are you? Good. Thank you. Yeah. Well, um, I didn't do a very good job at describing what Atom does, so I will leave it to you to uh, be a little bit more explicit. All right. Well, we're a, a, a teaching association and not-for-profit, um, and Atom does... We have three main areas. We have Atom Publications, the Atom Awards, and professional development. And just to break those down, um, publications, we publish Metro Magazine, Australia's oldest um, film magazine. We do a lot of um, study guides, educational kits around Australian film and television. We run the education shop.com.au, which is a shop that offers a lot of free resources to teachers, students and parents, and we sell some of our uh, material. And the awards, we run the Atom Awards, which is Australia's second oldest awards for film and television. It's 40 years old this year. We won. We run the one-minute film competition, which is a competition for primary and secondary students to make a one-minute film. Each year, we run the Atom Photo Competition, also uh, for primary and secondary students for the, the best photograph. And we run Front Page Competition, which is for schools to produce a digital newspaper. And the final part of Atom is we have professional development where we have um, PD for trainers, where we train media teachers, um, we have we run state conferences every year and an international conference every five years, and we run every year exam revision for students. Goodness, 
that's um, a full-on sort of... I certainly did uh, under-sell um, what you guys do. Uh, during COVID, it must be particularly valuable, the work that you're doing. Are you finding that this your resources are being heavily uh, used at the moment? Yes, yes. We've been trying to make all our um, competitions and resources and training online for a, a few years now. So... Uh, luckily, we were reasonably prepared for the lockdown and supplying schools, teachers and students online material um, from our education shop. Or, um, and we've been able to continue to run our competition. So we've been very fortunate. Yeah, right. And uh, one of the things that caught my eye and one of the reasons why I wanted to have a yarn with you was because you've got this thing that you're promoting at the moment called Democracy Watchdogs um, as a resource for schools. Can you talk about that? Um, Yes. Now, this is a resource that we haven't um, produced, but um, uh, a man called Bill Birnbauer is the founder of Democracy's Watchdogs, and he's been producing with other colleagues, I think at um, Monash University, um, these short interviews with a lot of Australian journalists about um, you know, the work they do and how important it is to keep um, uh, the Australian democracy um, working properly. And um, so we we decided to try and promote them to universities and schools, so a lot more people were um, well, could watch them themselves and realise how important journalism, investigative journalism, is to our democracy, especially given all the misinformation about COVID and just how many scandals there are within governments and large organisations. Yeah, there's this uh, sort of uh, idea that, um, oh, well, what can you expect? It always happens and it becomes business as usual. But it's quite fascinating to see that uh, by following the careers of uh, particular journalists who have uncovered quite significant scandals that have actually changed Australia's politic. So you've got Bo- they've got Bob Bo- Bottoms, Kate McClintock, Michael West, um Richard Baker, yep. and Adele Ferguson, Nick McKenzie, Andrew Rule, David Wilson, and Chris Masters. So they're, they're, it's a fantastic series. Yeah, yeah. And so um, when you say that you, so what you're doing is with the education shop, which is an online shop, is actually, actually, um, uh, allow, uh, uh, making it possible for people to access a broad range of products of this sort. Yes, yes. This one's been produced. We take on third-party product if we think it's acceptable and teachers and students should know about it. But we also produce a lot of our own material. And we, t- we also stream you know, Australian film and television into schools and universities where we think it, it you know, is dealing with important issues such as climate change, you know, biodiversity... Um, indigenous issues, health issues. And uh, what we try and do is we write a, an educational kit or a study guide and then we 
um, try and get the non-theatrical rights to distribute into schools and universities. And so we have really the educational kit is just an introduction to the film. So the teachers who are usually very time poor can have at least three or four lessons planned out for them by um, practising teachers um, so they can you know, quickly show the class the film and then they've got uh, three or four classes worth of work to work through on the issues in the film. Oh, that's fantastic. Anybody who's been a teacher will uh, really uh, understand how important this kind of work is because it gives depth and gravitas to the actual uh, lessons that are being provided. Uh, it's also curated in a sense. You, you, you're you actually curating this. Uh, it makes me wonder how much work is going on behind the scenes. Obviously, what's going on in the shop and what's going on in the other areas is only the tip of the iceberg of the uh, back room uh, work that is done to uh, make Atom's work successful. Can you tell us about that? I'm amazed. Well, it, it's, it's, it's just been built up gradually over a number of years. We only have a very small number of staff, but what we do is we have about 200 writers of the educational kits around Australia and they're people who we you know have dealt with for a while now and we know that they can write very well that they know certain subjects um, on the Australian curriculum very well so depending on what the program is we send out the programs to the specialists in any subject area and they can write over a number of different year levels all right. so it, it, yeah. Because we've been, Atom's been in existence for you know fifty-seven years, but it's taken us about thirty years to build up this terrific team of writers. Yeah, right. And so, um, do you also have a uh, a flow the other way, where where the uh, teachers um, uh, uh, give you feedback? Do they give you feedback? Yes, we get we get calls from teachers suggesting, oh, you know, you should do a study guide on this film or can we contact the filmmakers and see if we can get the film to distribute into schools. So, yes, there's a, it's, we, we do get a lot of feedback about what people want or what teachers want. All right, and so for filmmakers, does that mean that uh, that distribution through the school systems and uh, how do they get a royalty? Is yes, it a bit like yes. library? Oh, yes. Well, we negotiate directly with the copyright owner. So with the shop, we've got a standard agreement that the, um, the filmmaker gets 60% of every sale and we have different price points. So we have our cheapest price for primary schools, then a higher price for secondary schools, a higher price for universities, and then we have prices for government departments and uh, uh, companies. Right. And so, and so is there a... Um, uh, do, do you um, seek out those... 
what's your your pro? I mean, I know with libraries, for example, you know they have whole systems of their readers, you know, putting in uh, you know requests, but also the uh, acquisitions department actually, uh, you know, keeps a finger on a pulse in regards to subject areas and writers and stuff like that. Is that what you do? Um, oh yes, we're we're always looking at uh, you know the different state. Um, curriculum in different subject areas to see what are the set texts and recommended texts. So we uh, we prepare things in advance if we can, if we know a new book or a new film's coming onto the uh, curriculum. We don't just deal with media teachers because we've been creating resources on films of such a diverse nature. We include all arts and humanities and sciences now. Where, where there's a strong link in our study guides. Yeah, right. And do you commission? Uh, you were saying that you handle third-party productions and you say you produce your own. Uh, what does that mean? Do you actually commission? Well, when, no, when a lot of, there's a, you know, lots of organisations producing, you know, fantastic work um, for education, but what we have, which most people don't have, for the last 25 years, we've been encouraging teachers to sign up to our opt-in email list. So we've got over 100,000 Australian teachers who have signed up to our opt-in email list. So when we get a new product, we just send an email out to them. And because of, and that means that we get a lot of sales. So other people who have product come to us and say, will you take on this product of ours and try and market market it to teachers and students? Oh, and if really? we think it's a valuable product, well, then we, we will. All right. So, and you, you obviously have a catalogue as well. Oh, yes. But everything we have is on the education shop. Education and, shop, yep. And, yes, I, yes. like, so, for example, uh, a big issue uh, just... I mean, it's been a big issue for a long time now. Um, uh, the issue of climate and climate change and uh, just transition uh, has really uh, become a very uh, uh, heated issue right at this moment over the last few days with uh, uh, the Prime Minister say, saying to camera that... Uh, Australia's doing everything it can and it's fine and it's other people's fault and all the rest of it. Um, however, the backlash from uh, our Pacific neighbours and from other sources leading up to the Glasgow Climate Change Conference, uh, does that mean that uh, you are getting an, a lot of people wanting material around that at the moment? Is it that reactive? We haven't uh, we haven't had um, people calling in the last couple of days, but over the the last year, there's definitely been a, a lot, or over the last really four years, a lot more interest in programs dealing with all the the myriad um, issues around climate change and what what possibly can be done. Yeah, yeah, because it's interesting because on one hand you've got uh, the Prime Minister saying one thing and it could be very confusing for students, I imagine. Oh, oh yes, yes. What we're trying to do is wherever poss possible break down 
the arguments and see where we're being snowed and when it's a it's actually a, a, a real proper argument. Yeah, yeah, which is exactly what uh, clear thinking is a great tool for a young student. <laughs> yes, well, knowing all the facts, yeah. not the spin. Yeah, exactly, and uh, yeah, so that, that's that's very interesting. The other the other thing is that um, Atom, I, I love the fact that uh, you guys actually give kids opportunities for, uh, you know. Entering competitions so that uh, people from you know the most isolated schools to the uh, urban environments can compete and then actually uh, join together, I guess, at uh, a point uh, when the competitions are being um, well. You know, with COVID, it's more difficult. But in the past, there would have been exhibitions. There would have been uh, you've got, as you say, you have the. Um, uh, the festival, all those types of things. These are opportunities for ch- children to actually involve, meet each other and uh, gain an audience. Yes, that uh, the the um, schools screening and presentations is always popular. We usually have it in front of about 300 um, students and... Um, but we get ent- entries from all over Australia and New Zealand. Oh. And it, it is uh, actually really quite exciting. It's always astounding to see the the quality of the entries. They, they just seem to get better every year as um, the primary and secondary students you know, become more and more savvy with you know, production techniques, animation, filming, editing. It's uh, it's it's really quite wonderful. Yeah, yeah, and and also the um, discipline of creating something within, say, the one that's for the primary school students, one minute long. Now, one minute uh, can seem like a long time if you're on radio and there's silence, but actually, you have to be extremely disciplined to put forward something in a visual form uh, that's uh, meaningful in one minute. It's it it's, they. It, it must be quite um, exciting for them. Yes, yes, and you know we have really, thanks to our sponsors, some you know very nice prizes of cameras and iPads and uh, things like that. But the, the the best thing is the fact that it's just young people working together because you really you need a team of people. And it's just to create collaboration and the sense of excitement of working on something and then seeing it on a large screen in front of an audience. You are um, in the middle of a uh, Give Give Now campaign, aren't you? Yes, yes. Um, unfortunately, media isn't in every school. So we, uh, we only have a very small base of media teachers. And once upon a time, we used to receive funding, state and federal funding, not from the education department, but actually from Film Victoria and um, Screen Australia. But, you know, priorities change, and unfortunately, we're not funded anymore. So we've had to, you know, try and seek um, funding through Give Now, and it's why we sell some product on the shop, because it's... It's just keeping our head above water. 
So uh, it, what what would people look for to be, I mean, I'll put the link on my podcast but, uh, page, but what, where would people find that particular thing if they wanted to put forward? I mean, I find it shocking that uh, the priority has gone from te- uh, media, um, supporting media teachers in schools because uh, media is like uh, English uh, or, you know, like it's, uh, it's like reading and writing. Uh, it's a new language. Yeah. It's quite extraordinary, isn't it, that uh, they should yes. see it as being something um, other. Yes. With this, the, um, I must clarify one thing. Professional development in Atom does receive some um, funding from the Victorian Education Department, which is terrific. But um, unfortunately, publications and awards, uh, we're, we're the people who are, uh, are struggling a little bit to keep to keep going yeah right so, uh, and but it's, it's on the give now um, website or I think we've got it on our education shop if you you where you can um, donate if people wanted to donate to atom yeah 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 it's it's um and with metro is metro the magazine is that um I mean, it's an interesting thing that Metro is isn't just useful for people to find out about things, but there's obviously people who make a, a living writing articles for Metro as well. I mean, this is it shouldn't be underestimated. Oh yes, we we actually um, pay to pay to writers, study guide, and um, Metro uh, probably about. $150,000 a year and we, we we pay I think at the moment something like another $80,000 a year in royalty payments back to filmmakers so we're actually giving back to creatives as much as we can yeah yeah absolutely it's a um absolutely uh important element that uh, all of your work all the work that people do in all other places in relation to uh, media and uh, f- uh, filmmakers and creatives, uh, it's its a microcosm of support, isn't it? Yes, yes, yeah. exactly. Well, I've very, I've very much enjoyed this conversation and I've learned a lot, Peter. Oh, well, thank you very much for uh, asking me to come on your program. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, mate. Okay, all the best. Bye.
Well, we've come to the end of uh, Showreel today. And uh, before we do, of course, uh, in light of the current COVID situation in Melbourne, the uh, you've probably caught up with the fact that the Melbourne uh, uh, International Film Festival is uh, going to... Um, uh, well, they, they've, uh, with the safety of audiences and staff at the forefront of their mind, the board and management of Melbourne International Film Festival have taken the very difficult decision to cancel the in-cinema component of this year's festival. They're, of course, going to uh, refund a ticket. Uh, it was supposed to start today, uh, Thursday the 12th, going to Sunday the 22nd of August. Despite the change, MIF is committed to the extended delivery of the 2021 MIF Play program, the festival's online streaming platform. So you should go to the um, the website to uh, access how you can get onto a viewing list of the films. The uh, The... Play program started last Thursday, uh, so um, there's a whole range of uh, uh, programs, and they've got a list of highlights, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So go on on to their website and find out more about it. And uh, just before I go, there's also this really interesting thing called Documentary Society, and uh, the Australian International Documentary Conference have joined forces to launch a new social impact fellowship. Now, they're calling all social impact documentary storytellers to have a look onto the website, the AIDC. You can definitely have a look there and document Society, they've got um, a fellowship, a, a year-long creative mentorship and impact strategy fellowship starting this October, and uh, they're asking anybody who's interested to. Um, uh, sub- um, I'll, I'll read it. Supported by Screen Australia Enterprise Funding Program, Doc Society's Art and Impact Fellowship in partnership with AIDC will assist five Australian project teams to build effective strategies for using an independent documentary project as a tool for change, focusing on the development of storytelling, impact, distribution, engagement and financing pathways. Anyway, it's all very um, highfalutin, uh, but anyway, applications are now open with a submission deadline of the 10th of September. So if you're in the market for that sort of thing, then uh, get cracking and have a look into it. Anyway, that's us. We'll leave or continue with this lovely song, Waiting for the Light, Nina Rose.
Sovereignty has never been ceded. So-called Australia is a crime scene and we live and work on stolen lands. We pay our respects and stand in solidarity with First Nations elders past and present and extend that respect to all First Nations people listening today. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.